From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hello and welcome to another edition of Broke, Busted, and Disgusted. <laughs> now, folks, it, it is the Green Industry Podcast. Hi there, Mr. Producer. Paul Jameson is here. We are in my uh, secret bunker in the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains uh, up in up in North Georgia, hanging out today for the podcast. Did you know I caught a bear on this property a couple of years ago? Did really? you ever see that video? I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you the video. I see before. your hunting uh, paraphernalia right by the door. I was like, I don't know what you got in the backyard. A yeah, bear is in your backyard, uh, side yard, in okay. my side yard. And when I say that I caught him, it was actually a Department of Natural Resources uh, trap. But that's not why we're here, folks. We are here today to talk about best business practices for landscapers. The brand new book available now on Amazon from best-selling author Paul Jameson. Yeah, the guy that wrote Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. He is back with an exciting new book. And for those that maybe are just tuning in and missed yesterday's program, you could go listen to part one first and then join us or maybe go ahead and just give us a, a brief digest, bring everybody up to speed on the new project. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to provide a concise summary of what I've learned in 500 plus podcasts, plus being behind the scenes with some very successful uh, business folk from the billion dollar companies like Kohler and Toro and being there behind the scene, seeing their championship culture to hanging out with guys who are crushing it like the Andy Molders, the Troy Clogs, the Brian Fullertons of the world. I get fired up and I want their ceiling to be our floor. So I shared a summary of what I've learned from these fine companies so that we can learn from their best practices emulate it into our life and uh, hopefully learn from their mistakes and uh, get accelerated so we don't have to be broke, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> and disgusted. Yesterday, we mentioned that when we came back for part two, that uh, relational intelligence was going to be one of the, the focuses, a uh, focus for the, the program today. What do you mean by that term? Somebody out there is going relational intelligence. What is What is that? Yeah, it's knowing what to say when to say it, how to say it. And I got a crash course in this. Thankfully, I didn't realize how valuable of training it was. But my first job in the seventh grade was at this really fancy country club. I, I played golf at the time. And I had friend who, a friend who was a golfer. He knew somebody and, and they had this. It was really difficult to, to be a caddy at this specific country club because we would caddy for the PGA golfers. Mm. You, you know, at the they'd, ha they'd come into town, Tiger Woods and these type guys would come in. A tiger had his own caddy, Stevie Williams. I got to, anyway, I got some Tiger Woods, Stevie Williams stories. I'm not sure we can hear those. So <laughs> that's the disgusted portion of the broke and uh, busted show. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it was high caliber. It was, it was the best of the best caddy programs, but you got to start somewhere. So you start mm -hmm. as a B caddy, work your way to the A plus things of that nature. So 
as seventh grade, they're drilling into us relational intelligence, relational intelligence. Basically, keep your mouth shut and stay in your lane. <laughs> you know, stay in your lane, bro. Yeah, you are to serve these people and just shut up and 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 serve them with a good attitude. But there are times when the CEO of this Japanese company, who's a billionaire, or I mean, these you know the the, the folks that would come through the um, place were not just celebrities, but they were the the one percenters. So they taught us how you serve the one percenters and. One of the examples, and I put this in the book, is if the person you're caddying for, the member of the country club, if they ask you, hey, how was your weekend? Then it's appropriate to answer and, and ask, well, how was your weekend? Mm-hmm. But you never guide the conversation. You always so let you them. So might, you might say, uh, well, how was your weekend? But you wouldn't then start really going into a lot of details. Oh, let me tell you what happened. No, you, know. you just you just basically shut up. Okay. <laughs> but but what happens? It's like the mirroring mirroring concept that they often teach that, you know, if you're in a job interview and, you know, the person interviewing you is, you know, leaning in, you're sort of leaning in and. Uh, mirroring some of their mannerisms because that just tends to make people comfortable because that's what they're already doing. Yeah, absolutely. And so that relational intelligence is so important in business because we're constantly vetting customers, dealing with customers, dealing with employees, dealing with subcontractors. And we want to make sure people feel valued, people feel honored, and that we're actually effective in how we communicate, that we get to the point in, in a way that's tact. I could give you another Isaac Newton uh, quote about tact that Mr. Uh, Frank Holloman shared with me. But you can summarize all that with relational intelligence. And I think that our industry, the trades generally, and especially lawn care and landscaping, that's a weakness. Mm. It's a very, uh, you know, the, the way we communicate could use so much improvement. So what happened, because you relay this story in your, fir- your first book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, where you were trying to get a Julio Jones jersey from somebody. Was that just like a momentary brain lapse, a brain fart or something in relational intelligence? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was right before Christmas. I have a brand new customer. He's a defensive coordinator at the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm, I'm in his beautiful house. His wife um, was writing me the check. This was way before I used Jobber. So, you know, I'm, I'm still collecting checks, for, you know, clunky billing process. And I'm, in, I'm inside their beautiful home and they have this huge sunroom. And in the sunroom, they got Julio Jones jerseys laid out, Matt Ryan, and their autograph. You can just see the fresh ink because they, they signed them the she's day before. She's selling them on eBay? No. she's So I walk in and I'm like, "What are who are those for? It's like, oh, that's for our nephew. That's for, mm. you know, all family. You got a big family. And, and so they're all, for Christmas, they're getting Julio Jones signed jerseys. And I blurt out, you know, oh, can I have one? You know, and just like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, that was not relational intelligence. <laughs> not at all. Stay in your lane, bro. Yeah, Stay in your absolutely. Lane. And so we got we got plenty of stories about that in the book. So, and uh, Caleb Allman actually mentioned this on his interview recently with Paul Capote, uh, Capotle from Miami about how to communicate better. And, and so that's definitely something I wanted to hit in the book is a best practice that the guys that are really crushing it, you, you, you hang in a room with the executives from Toro, Kohler, Echo, these guys are so professional. They're so tact. They're so clear. And they, 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 the one thing I noticed about them is they make you feel like you're important. I remember when I went to Echo, the president of the whole company is sitting next to me at lunch. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, this guy made me feel like a million bucks. He was just, oh, tell me about your business. Tell me about your life. I mean, this, this guy's just sitting there. He's the president of Echo. 
You know what I mean? And here I am just a Wombro and he made me feel important. And, 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 uh, I just learned a lot. I, I know Caleb all the time talks about how to win friends and influence people. And, uh, if you've not read that book, you're doing uh, yourself a disservice to by, by not reading it. So pick that up because, uh, people love hearing their own name and love it when you uh, take an interest uh, in somebody. So it's the fastest way just to build that connection. That relationship is to at the proper time, yeah. And inquire about somebody else and talk about them, not yourself. Speaking of intelligence, there was one story that really just blew my mind. Uh, in fact, I think I remembered calling you up uh, as I was proofreading the book. It's like, man, t- t- did this really happen to Kevin? Did did Kevin really? I, I, don't, I don't want you to give away the story, but what can you give away that helps us to see we might not want to be so gullible. Yeah. And the point in the book was as business owners, we have countless decisions to make every single day and the consequences and the weight of these decisions may vary. But what we wanted to do is we want to get as much education and information research done before we make a decision so we can really make a calculated informed decision. And my friend Kevin made a decision based on emotions. And, and this is not Kevin Hansen. No, this no, this is, is not, not the juggernaut. This is not Kevin Hansen. I, actually, Kevin has two stories. Only one made it into the book. So I, I'm, I'm holding on to the other story for a future book. But long story short, he had a Mercedes Benz and the, it was an older one. So the hood got rusted. And if you've ever seen that, it just ruins the whole car. You got an expensive car, but the hood's raggedy, then you look raggedy. And so he was uh, shopping around to get the hood painted, just a hood. It was actually just a small little part of his hood. It's a thousand bucks or more as he shopped around. Well, he gets to talking to this guy one day and the guy's like, oh yeah, I, I do auto body repair. I'm a repair man. And uh, I, I'll take care, I'll take care of it for you, Kev, for 230 bucks. And Kevin maybe should have asked his wife <laughs> what she thought or some of his friends or done some research. But why are these other businesses charging a thousand and chucking the trucks, charging him two thirty. So anyway, he got bullied, manipulated, uh, taken advantage of, pays the repairman 230 bucks. The guy whips out a spray can, <laughs> can bottle he picked up at Lowe's, sprays it. Kevin's like, oh. well, isn't there more? And the guy's like, no, no, no. You just wait till it dries. It'll look, it'll look it's great. It's magic paint. It'll look great yeah. tomorrow morning. And then the guy scattles, skids out of the parking lot with $230 cash. Kevin oh. calls him, calls him, calls him. He never calls back and he got ripped off. That was only a $230 mistake. But when you own a business, all the little things make a big difference. And so we want to make sure we're making wise decisions in the little decisions. And it takes being informed and investigating so we don't make decisions like Kevin. When we come back, I'll tell you about the time that uh, somebody took advantage of me in a parking <laughs> lot in a boneheaded uh, decision that I made uh, in in my 20s. Before we go to break, uh, did we take care of everybody at the yeah, beginning of the program we, like we need to? Yes, absolutely. GIE plus Expo is coming up, Mr. Producer. And this is the largest trade show in our industry. I'm going to be uh, opening up the event at the Toro booth at Three o'clock on Wednesday, October twentieth. B and B lawn So care. if I show up, you'll be the guy signing autographs, and and will, will you have copies? Oh, absolutely. Of, of the new book there. Uh, absolutely, I'm going to have uh, the book with me. I'll be signing those. Preferably, if you could buy the book in advance, because you're not allowed to buy and sell and, and trade at the 
on the grounds at the GIE. So if you get the book beforehand and bring it, then I can sign it for you. But I will be able to sell them at Naylor's event because it's off-site. So uh, GIE's, you know, real particular about that. But yeah, I'll have the, the Sharpie there. Love to sign it for you. We'll be there at 3 o'clock on Wednesday, October 20th. B&B Lawn Care, myself at Toro. That's going to be a lot of fun. Thursday, Naylor's having a big event at the... Uh, uh, I forget the name of the place, but it's on his Facebook road to GIE. And uh, that's at six o'clock PM Thursday, October 21st. There's going to be like six or 700 lawn bros there. Naylor was able to get sponsors. So everyone gets a free dinner. Good, good dinner. That. Way to go Naylor. Yeah. And this is an annual event. It started out at a pizza shop, grew into mm-hmm. 700 folks. Who knows? We may even have a thousand this year. We, we shall see. And then on Friday morning, Mr. Producer, we're doing a live panel where it's going to be in the main ballroom right at GIE. If you have a GIE ticket, you, you can go for free. And uh, Alan Haynes going to be there. He specializes in fertilizer as well as Jason Creel, fertilizer guy. Uh, Spencer's Lawn Care going to be there. Uh, Sean and TQ, they do um, you know, mowing and things like that in my hometown of Canton, Ohio. And then Corey Ballard's going to be there. He's built $2 million company, well, multiple million dollar company. And companies. you guys are arm wrestling at one point. Is that correct? Or Ballard? You, you and Big Corey? Big bicep Ballard? Yeah. I don't, you, you I don't, think, I ain't going to take think you it. could take him. I mean, I know, no. I know you're in the, <laughs> <laughs> he's older than you. Yeah. His biceps just pop out of his shirt. So okay. that's what he does. 10 a.m. every morning, he goes to Lifetime Fitness and works out. So he's built a he's built a. Huge I see you in the gym a lot, but it's usually just like doing selfies. You know? Oh come on! Hey, I'm in the gym again. Yeah, I don't see. I, you. I, I've been getting in better shape. I say all that to say you're invited to the GIE Plus Expo, and uh, we'll put a link in the show notes. So if you want to get uh, the ticket. They're using the promo code Paul, and, and September 9th, what's going to happen is the price is going to go up. Okay. So you want to get registered before September 9th. Promo code Paul will save you 50% off. And also thanks to our friend at GPS Track at Hardscape Academy and Golf Coast Bookkeeping. More with Paul Jamison, author of Best Business Practices for Landscapers, in just a moment. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. We want to thank the lawn and landscape community for making GIE Plus Expo their place to reunite as an industry. Like a family reunion, thousands of dealers, landscape pros, and contractors return annually to network, share ideas, learn best practices, and make new friends. It all starts Wednesday, October 20th with the opening reception and continues into the night with free concerts in downtown Louisville. At the show, you'll have the opportunity to share experiences and brainstorm new approaches to your business challenges with friends and like-minded professionals. You don't want to miss the opening keynote, Secrets of Being an Effective Leader, presented by retired Navy four-star Admiral James Tavridis. Register now at GIE-Expo.com, and we'll see you October 20th through the 22nd in Louisville. And use promo code Paul to save an additional 50% off.
You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. And we're back. What is it I always say, Paul? Remember to support the sponsors who support the Green Industry Podcast. It's just another way that uh, you can make it possible for Paul to be here day in and day out to bringing you the show. And that's one of the reasons we encourage you to go ahead and pick up your copy of Best Business Practices for Landscapers. It's, I don't know, maybe you're not a reader, maybe that's not your thing, but you enjoy the podcast. Hey, help Paul out. Buy a bunch of books. That's what I say. Buy a bunch of books like a box. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Well, we were mentioning before that uh, your your friend, Kevin, Kev. uh, good, old, good old Kev, uh, got uh, taken advantage of with some dude uh, spray painting. It, what type of car was it again? Mercedes. His Mercedes. Yeah, in the parking lot, uh, pulling out the Sherwin-Williams spray can and, and, and doing that. I was once uh, in a parking lot and a guy pulled up next to me and said, I've got uh, got a brand new camera in my trunk. Would you be interested in, in, in buying that? So so I hop out of the car and look in his trunk. And sure enough, there's this nice video camera. Now, this is in the 80s. I mean, so this this is a real big You put video. the VHS in Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you put it on your shoulder and, you know, you look like uh, your Keith Kalfas' friend Quentin out there, you know, you know doing B-roll for some video. So it looked legit. I went and got the $200 out of the ATM. In the was, 80s, that's a lot of money. It was a lot of money. And it's interesting that the price was the exact amount that you could withdraw from an ATM. You know, most <laughs> ATMs had a $200 limit. So this guy was good. So I gave him my $200, got home, was so excited about my new camera, and I tore the shrink wrap off and... It was a box of bricks. The Joker. <laughs> the Joker. That's that's probably where that term came from. Those jokers. These jokers. Uh, so I got scammed. So it can happen to anybody. Yeah. Well, so I don't buy anything out of a parking lot late at night anymore. And I'm certainly not going to the ATM because the deal's too good to Yeah. Pass. The same guy. All right. 
he gets an email from it who he thinks it's his boss and it says, Hey, I'm here with a client and uh, we wanted to get him some gift cards and uh, really say thank you for, for the deal we got. Can you go out and buy, buy him these gift cards? And he was thinking, this is kind of weird, but you know, wanted to be a good employee. He's like, sure. So he goes out, I think he went to Walmart first and he bought a whole bunch of gift cards. And uh, the lady's like, are you sure? And uh, even the person checking out was like, are you sure about this? And she, yeah, it's for my boss and, and he needs them. And, and uh, he's like, okay. So he goes back and then he writes the number on the back of the gift card to his boss. He's thinking he's emailing. And, uh, you know, that's that. It was a ton of money. He didn't run it by his wife. This is, you know, he spent a lot of money on these gift cards. And he's like, well, you know, they'll reimburse me. My boss will reimburse me. And then he gets another email from his boss saying, hey, the client was so impressed with that we gave them. And I just landed a new deal. Can you go get the Google play gift card, you know, go out and get some more. So now this time he goes to CVS and as he's checking out, the lady is like, sir, I, you know, I, I can't sell you these. It's, you know, we get scammed like this sometimes. I, I don't think, no, no, no. It's from my boss. It's, from my it's, boss. it's yeah. legit. He, yeah. He's, he's convinced. He buys another stack of them and sends them. And then he gets a third email. And now he's like, wait a minute. And he clicks on the, the name and then he realizes it's a mimicking. It wasn't the right. same email address. Oh. And he called the, um, his, his credit card company or whatever. And they wouldn't refund him. They're like, you, you know, you attacks for stupidity. Right? Yeah. So, wow. Oh, Kev, he's, uh, he's made some mistakes, but I write about this in the book because as business owners, we do the same thing. We, we, we're stretched so thin that it's really hard to investigate every little area where we make a decision, but we really want to make sure we have the margin to take the time to study and make a decision. And I wrote about Mitchell Gordy. He built a shop he was the general contractor. So Trooper Gordy down there in uh, North Carolina, he investigated for each part of building the shop. You know, he got two to four quotes. He looked up the person's social proof, uh, their their portfolio of work, compared prices. He's comparing and contrasting with two to four. And I think that's a really good model for us what, as we're expanding our business that we consider two to four options and then make a calculated decision and I write about uh, Russell Skipper, how he talks to mentors before making mm, a decision. I remember that episode. Because he'll check in. If he's going to hire a new employee, he'll check in with at least three to four mentors and get their perspective on it. If he's running a new marketing campaign, he'll run the numbers by them. Let me just say, when it comes to new hires, if you're not doing at least some level of cyber snooping on a potential mm -hmm. employee, you're missing, uh, a, a, well, what could be a treasure trove of information uh, between Instagram and Facebook. If somebody wants to work for your company, have somebody in your office, your wife, somebody go on Facebook, look up what they're doing. And if the, the photographs are not the type of representation you would want for your company, save yourself some heartache. Uh, the old adage, quick to fire, slow to hire, quick to fire. So I know we need help right now in the industry and you may be just, oh, I, I would love for anybody to want to work for me, but don't jump into to bed, so to speak, with somebody that's going to bring you down. It can backfire and they can cause setback and delays. I piggyback off in my new book, uh, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, off Jim Collins. Uh, he has this concept of get the right people on the bus. First who then what? Mm -hmm. So you want to have 
the right people on the bus. And then after he establishes that, he explains, not only do you want the right people on the bus, but you want them in the right seats. Because if you can get the right people on the bus in the right seats, then you're going to go to success. And a lot of times we're driving the bus and we're so focused on, oh, we got to get to the destination. And we just let on whoever, eh, find a seat. And then what happens is we actually go in reverse. That book, Good to Great by Jim Collins, is one that we often recommend to people to listen to on Audible as they're out uh, on the mowers. How long before your audio book for this second book uh, is available? I'm hoping it's going to be out by GIE. So the variable is the ball's not in my court. It's in Amazon's division called ACX. So that's who runs their Audible program. So what happens is when the paperback goes live, it then gets sent to the Audible people. And their Audible is phenomenal. I highly recommend a subscription to Audible. You can actually get one for free uh, if you could put that link in today's show notes. I'm uh, making producer. a note right now. You can actually try it out for free. But what they do is they vet so specifically so that only the Mike McCallitzes, the Jim Collins, the Dave Ramseys, the high caliber, good audio is what makes it the cut. And so it takes 30 business days because they actually have a human being listen to the audiobook and make sure that it represents their brand, Amazon, mm-hmm. that it's high quality. And so last time it took over a month, 30 business days is over a month. And so I'm hoping we'll be around the same target that they'll get back and it will get approved. I, I am leaning on you, Mr. Producer, for the excellence in broadcasting that we, we were successful the first try, the the first time, I, I was really thankful for that because I know their requirements are, me and you both nerded out on the, the fine print. It's tough to get the audio book approved. Maybe one of these days you'll let me uh, be your narrator, maybe for book three uh, as read by Mr. Producer. D- deal, because I, I, I've uh, got some flack from Fullerton for not being the best narrator, so that'll be an easy solution. You know, <laughs> what people don't understand is you probably were trying to hit a certain time limit so that you could actually make more money and and you probably slow down your pace just a little bit. That's exactly bit. what happens. See, I, I don't set the price. Audible sets the price. So they have a threshold. If it's over three hours, then it go it bumps up to the next price. And so, you know me, I like premium pricing in, in all services You're I You're raising your rates right from the start. Yeah. So, but, but the problem was I, I had no control. It wasn't like I call up Amazon and say, hey, here's what I think you should charge for the book. But if you can have it over three hours, then they'll, they'll do it more. So I was like, all right, I know how to make it three hours. <laughs> Welcome to, hey, to Cut That Grass. <laughs> and make that but all you have to do is go listen on 1.25 or 1.5 yeah, speed. That, that's, it's in the bottom left hand corner speed it up but that's not going to be the case for this new <laughs> no, book. No, right? I read We're this gonna... one normal, and I'm passing the baton on uh, to you on book three. Uh, get get ready because that job's all yours. Well, you highlight the success stories of so many of the people that we've already talked about, and yet your podcast now with over 500 episodes, you've talked to so many people. I'd love to do just a quick rapid fire and uh, give me. I don't know if the accolades are the word I'm looking about, just something you admire about some of the other people that uh, you've encountered. Uh, what comes to your mind when, when you think of Alex Kirby? Go-getter. Guy, guy works, work ethic is phenomenal. Now, this name might be a little foreign to you. Jason Krill. Jason Krill? 
Uh, you know him as Jason Creole. Yeah, Creole. He's got priorities. His his life's in order. He, I, I appreciate how he's got God first, his family, his business, and he's. Uh, I think the clicking. Crimson Tide's in there. Yeah, they're four, but he's clicking on all cylinders. He is, isn't he? Uh, you mentioned the Miami landscaper Paul Capote a few minutes ago. Yeah, uh, hungry. He's uh, he's got that competitive edge, and I like being around people like that because it it puts a chip back on my shoulder when you're around somebody that's just just out to crush it. What about Roger Villalobos? Roger has lost 170 pounds, and so he's been <laughs> inspiring. What's the old joke? Uh, I lost 170 pounds, but that was my first wife. Yeah, well, he no, he's lost 170 pounds, and it's it's been because uh, I'm on a, a, a transformation with my health. So Roger's uh, inspiring, inspiring. What about my boy Keith Calfus? Keith Calfus, he is educational. He's taught me, I, I binge watch YouTube Keith Kalfa's videos, especially the ones back 2015 and 16, just the raw real. And it's given me confidence to raise my prices, know my worth. And I am a big Keith Kalfa's content consumer. And if you check out some of his X mark uh, videos, uh, Mr. Producer shows up. Uh, every those are, those are excellent. Well, that's the Quentin, his partner, Quentin, man, is first class. Alan Hain. He is passionate. He he loves turf. He loves a healthy, green, lush lawn. And just listening to his content or watching his content, you can see his passion for healthy grass. John Payjack. Payjack. This guy knows his numbers and he's been, I told you off here, transformational in my business because he really helped me understand my break-even point and my budgets and what I got to do to make sure I'm profitable. So Payjack is a huge help when it comes to uh, budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines. I always enjoy this next guy when you have him on the podcast, Johnny Moe. Yeah, Johnny Moe, baby. Is that his real name or is that, you know, his, his stage name? is? I think his... it's a stage name. Like Al Blades got me. And he got lawn care juggernaut. We were talking on and off air that we thought Al Blades was his real name. And so, you know, I don't think his last name is really Moe. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so people were born to be in this business. Yeah, I, I mean, if your last name is Blades or Mo, that's probably a fictitious name. Brian so, Brian Ring. Ring a ding. He hooked me up with a trailer and a mower. And while I was on that trip is when I was in the cornfields of actually Illinois when the Lord spoke to me, if you build it, they will listen. That was a really cool moment uh, the other day. I didn't plan this. People thought I did. We dropped episode 500 of the Green Industry Podcast. And on that episode, I highlighted the origin story of how God literally spoke. Yeah, he gave me a vision. It's like you're dreaming at night, you're sleeping, mm -hmm. and you watch a movie. I was wide awake, and I watched a movie of guys listening to this show. And then after I, the vision ended, there was an impression in my heart. If you build it, they will listen. And so from day one of my podcast, the movie, The Field of Dreams, I understood they build a baseball stadium, then the baseball players will come. We build a podcast, the listenership will come. On our 500th anniversary, they played the first baseball game in the history of the Major League Baseball at the Field of Dreams. And I just thought, yeah, wow, that was a kiss from heaven. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, Al and Kevin, uh, Kevin Hansen, the juggernaut. Yeah. 
What's cool about the juggernaut is I met him before he was getting the YouTube millions, the, the 500,000 YouTube subscribers in one year. And uh, it's just been cool to see a lawn bro come up through our ecosystem. You know, I met him at Launchpreneur Academy Live at GIE and, and he's just a regular lawn bro. And then he catapulted into being on the YouTube homepage. Really cool story. Same same with Al Blades. You mentioned Launchpreneur Academy Live. Have you decided what closet uh, you'll be broadcasting there, there from There will this be year? no closets. Fullerton's going to have to give us an upgrade on that. I think he did a video on the Brian's Lawn Maintenance uh, YouTube channel where it's just like a bigger closet. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, if Paul Jameson, if you're still watching, <laughs> check this out. And I'm like expecting they busted out the walls. It's like a no, banquet room. No. I'm like, it's a glorified closet. No, so. I've, I've hinted multiple times. I was like, put us out in the open. Well, even put your banner behind us at Entrepreneur Academy Live. We'll give you free press. You've written get, get two a, books. You've got 500 episodes and you're still in the closet. Yeah. Well, one of my days. Paul is, Jameson comes out of the closet on the next. No, episode. no, no. There, there ain't none of that. But what? that's my goal. One of these days is to make the speaker list at Entrepreneur Academy Live. So, hey, last one. And, and I'm a big fan of this guy. Uh, Chant Singvangsa. Yeah. Hard work. He uh, started making YouTube videos. You know, he's only getting 70 views, 120 views. And when you're not seeing big numbers, you just want to quit sometimes. The guy just stuck with it, kept hustling, kept working, hustling, working, adjustments, pivots. And so his uh, consistency would be the word is definitely inspired to stick with it. I absolutely agree, Paul. Good stuff. Anything else uh, that we need to cover today? How about I do a rapid fire with you because you're very beloved in the lawn care industry. And, uh, you know, you produce a lot of podcasts for us here. So and I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, very thankful. Well, let's go through the list for you. Rapid fire style. Caleb Allman. Uh, Tuberculosis. uh, Robitussin. Are we just doing like one word answers of, you know. That'll just, work. Okay. Hey, it, it, I hope his cough goes away. <laughs> I think it has. Brittany Nicole. Every time he says that, I think of this girl I knew named Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll leave that right Next. there. <laughs> Fullerton. Brian Fullerton. Moving along. Uh, I wonder if Rob's changing diapers yet. You know, Rob's his helper, and it, it seems like Brian's always pawning work off on Rob. So I wonder if he's given Rob money yet to change a diaper. Naylor. Oh, Naylor, uh, your opinion was not in the recipe. Keith Kalfas. He does a lot of uh, YouTube live videos, and I'll, I'll click on them, and I feel like I'm in one of those, uh, what do they call it, autonomous, sensory, meridian response, uh, what is that, ASMR. He's always eating broccoli or fresh, you know, he's, he's on a health kick. Yeah. And so it's like he's on his lunch break, and, and I'll tune in, and I'm just watching this guy eat, but... God bless you, brother. Dan Wheeler, the fence podcast. Yeah, that, that's a name that a lot of folks may not know. Uh, Dan uh, is a fencer, not not the type with the swords, but in the, the fence uh, industry, fence post. He's a big consumer of the podcast in the green industry. Uh, loves your podcast, loves uh, several of the others that we've already mentioned. And he's so inspired by the way the community helps each other. He wants to do the same thing for his industry. And so he's reached out to me. I'm now producing the Fence Industry Podcast with Dan Wheeler. So, hey, there's a little shout out for you, Dan. And we're hoping that this model where you guys are five or six years ahead of that industry, that they can begin now with their own podcast, begin some collaborations, and maybe one day have that same level of, uh, of interest uh, 
for their industry. It's been really cool to watch your progression in our industry because I remember when my show was in its infancy and I had questions about, man, how do I make this sound excellent? And you kind of casually threw it out there. You're like, well, you know, you could hire me. And I was like, okay. And, and we just started. And then here we are 500 episodes later in the middle of that. Fullerton started a podcast and I still remember where I was. I was out getting a tire when he called me on the phone and he realized you're a real person. Cause he's like, how in the world do you do back then? It was three episodes a week. He's like, how in the world do you have three podcasts a week? He's like, this is, this is overwhelming to me. And I was like, Mr. Producer, he makes it simple. I just send you the file and you make it larger than life. He's like, he is real. <laughs> and then that's the day I swapped your guys' numbers. He hired you. Next thing you know, Caleb Allman's hiring you, Naylor, Dean Wheeler. Uh, Brian connected you with Tim Schmoyer from the Video Creators Podcast. And now you have some breaking news. Yeah, I do. Uh, as of uh, this week, uh, I've been hired by a company that works with C-suite executives, uh, big wigs at Fortune 500 companies to start producing podcasts for them. So as we get more into the process, I'll share the name of the company and everything. But uh, uh, the fine work uh, that that's already been done and just the, the years of experience uh, is continuing to pay off. So. How have you felt? Because you've always been an employee, correct? Or you, have you been no, an entrepreneur I've before? Ne- I've never really been a business owner. I may have had some side hustles, but I wouldn't call call those But businesses. you've digested hours and hours and hours of entrepreneurs talking about running a business. So I'm sure even though you're not in the context of pushing a lawnmower, you have to be taking notes you know, I listen to every podcast that I produce for several reasons. Of course, quality control. I want to make sure I didn't screw something up. There's been times where I've been going down the road and yeah, I'll hear Brian Fullerton say, and we're coming right back after break. And then there's 10 <laughs> seconds of dead air and, and there's no break. We had we had one the other morning. Uh, this um, The lesson I learned from this is trust Paul Jameson. Paul calls me up uh, eight o'clock in the morning and says, hey, bro, I, th- I think the episode that you just dropped on Fullerton uh, with Caleb Allman's an old episode. Oh, what? No, no, Paul, it's not an old episode. I, I know what I'm doing. I, it's not. And about five minutes later, I get a call from Fullerton. Hey, I think you got the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so quality controls a reason to listen. But I'm learning. I'm taking those those mental notes. Uh, you know, everything from, from raising rates to consistency of work and, you know, having confidence in yourself. And so it is paying dividends, even though my industry is completely different the principles are the same, which is, of course, why I think your book is valuable uh, to anybody. So I'm excited to have that opportunity. Nothing's going to change. Don't want any of my green industry, <laughs> you know, people starting to, to fret or anything. But uh, we are working uh, towards that, uh, that, yacht, that's, that yacht that you were that's talking so about. That's so excited. Yeah. When we're down in the Gulf of Mexico one day and there's a big old yacht and on the side. Well, you pulled up today day. and there was a brand new car sitting in the driveway. Yeah. Podcast money. This is the car that Paul Jameson uh, bought me. Yeah. And Fullerton and Caleb. <laughs> and, and we're excited for you. We actually talk all the time. It's like, Mr. Producer is getting the boat close to the dock. Like mm-hmm. just the, the, the math, the numbers, it's like, you got something good going on here. And then when you get a stable fortune 500 company into the mix, yep. it's really exciting. And you've given us so much extra on the podcast. You got to listen to the end of each episode. Cause you'll, you'll give a little clues and hints and, and, and jokes. You know, if you listen to the end, and, we call them Easter eggs. So sometimes yeah. there's a nice little, uh, discoverable for you, uh, somewhere in the podcast. Yeah. But I think you've reaped what you sowed. Cause you've, 
made us we're all happy customers fullerton caleb naylor we all talk, and we're all we're all very pleased with you and now you're getting the big big league so we're excited for you cool this has been a great discussion he's paul jameson i'm mr producer best business practices for landscapers available right now at amazon eventually it'll make its way to wherever finer books are sold you'll have that opportunity the audible book will be uh, available the audio book on audible will be available here real soon and And please my request to the community is that that you help support this because these marijuana books they have the charts and so i'm in the category with the grass right well, have you, has anybody bought your book and asked for a refund because it wasn't what they thought it was going to be? I, I don't know. But I will say my competition, it, it, it's a booming industry that what's it called? Cannabis or there's like, I don't even know all the names, but those books are out in front of me. I used to be number one in the category uh, for cut that grass, make that cash. And then all of a sudden, some of these marijuana books start taking over. And uh, so with the new book, I want to I want to arise to the number one slot represent the lawn care landscaping industry and uh, kind of be like Alabama just stay there you know sometimes it's just how you say things maybe the emphasis needs to be on cut that grass and make that cash maybe, maybe that'll that'll help maybe maybe it's all about how you say it so cut that grass and make that cash or best business practices for landscapers buy a bunch of books Let's not be shy about it. Buy a bunch of books. Help your boy out. And, uh, man, you're welcome up here uh, if the uh, uh, hits the fan. Uh, you're, you, as long as you can bring some like, beans and bullets, uh, that's the entry Yeah, I like this bunker. Like we have the Hype House. I'm sure you won't let us have our cameras in here, but we could have, like, Fullerton and Caleb and Naylor come down, and, and uh, we could hang out here in the Appalachian Mountains at your bunker. This place is awesome. And one more thing, we are always indebted to our fine sponsors. Yeah, thank you to the GIE Plus Expo, GPS Track, Hardscape Academy, Golf Coast Bookkeeping. As you always do, Mr. Producer, in the show notes will be a link to the products and services heard in today's program, as well as the link to the Amazon. It will take you right over to the book. One click, boom, it can be in your cart. If you got Amazon Prime, it will be showing up there before you notice, before you know it. Be blessed, my friends. Have a wonderful day. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.